In Cook County, some people who were promised a clean slate if they did probation, they're finding a felony on their record instead. This data error has been going on for at least three years, and it's causing chaos in people's lives. They're putting their jobs, housing, education, and their overall life stability on the line. So joining us now with more is WBEZ criminal justice reporter Shannon Hefferton, who's been looking into the issue. Hey, Shannon. Hey. So how did you find out that this was happening in the first place? Well, the first time I got a sense that something was happening is there's a group in Illinois called the Sentencing Policy Advisory Council. They're part of the Illinois state government. And basically, they advise government officials on how programs are working that relate to sentencing in Illinois. Okay. So they took a look at one of these diversion programs, and they noticed some irregularities, some things that didn't look right. Um, And they concluded that in Cook County, all all the rest of the counties in the state were doing just fine. Um, They were misrecording people's participation in this program. So it showed up as a conviction, which people were promised that wouldn't happen. Wow. Yeah, Chicago is the, the wrongful conviction capital. Yes. In the country? Yes. What a title to have. So diversion programs, talk more about those and and help us understand them, because my understanding is they're meant to keep these felonies off people's records. How do they do that? So diversion programs, they're generally available to people who have lower level felonies, usually not violent offenses, and um, usually people who are getting trouble for the first time. These aren't people who have super long records. And the idea behind this is like just having one thing on your record can totally derail your life. It can mm-hmm. make it harder for you to get housing. It can make it near impossible to get a job sometimes. It can uh, put things like uh, your access to education funding at risk. So the philosophy behind these programs is like, look, if this is somebody's first time getting in trouble and no one's been seriously hurt, maybe we should give them a chance yeah. to not have their whole life diverted. And so these programs are created, usually when you agree to them, they're not a freebie. People have to do things like meet with a probation officer, take drug tests, do community service. Um, it's it's a, hold down a job, right? Yeah. So there's requirements, but if you do them successfully, you can walk out without having a criminal record. And, and I mean, as you talk about jobs, you open your piece with, uh, you know, a, a gentleman who thought that that felony was off his record and was very surprised, when he didn't get the job. Well, and this is somebody, uh, we call him Malcolm in the story. Uh, We talked to him uh, with the agreement that we wouldn't say his actual name so he wouldn't be misassociated with a felony yet again. Um, And he was convicted, uh, not convicted, he was uh, up for a low-level felony, nothing violent. And he thought long and hard if he should do this program because uh, he thought maybe if I go to trial, like I can actually beat this. Mm. But in the end, it was just like too risky. He had a solid job that he really cared about. He was able to take care of his kids. This is a really big source of pride. So he's like, I'm not going to roll the dice. I'm not going to roll the dice. I'm not going to go to trial. I'm going to enter this program. Um, but then not that long after, he gets called into his boss's office and they say, hey, a felony came up and um, it's company policy. We can't we can't have you work here with that. And so he and was fired. Stunned. He yeah. was fired. Yeah. And he was stunned and he, he lost his job and, and, and shortly after that became homeless. So it was a real big deal in his um, It's a domino effect. Life. Yes. You talked with Malcolm's lawyer, Amber Kling. Um, she has many clients like Malcolm in these diversion programs. So what did she have to say about what is going on here? Yeah. So when she first heard about this, she thought it was just Malcolm. She thought this was like a mistake. But then she started looking up her other clients, realized, oh, my gosh, this is everybody who's in. It was two diversion programs. Um, uh, the uh, Second Chance Program and a program called First Time uh, Weapons Offenders, which is for like low-level weapons offenses. We're not talking about murder here. This is like a possession charge. Okay. Um, and uh, 
And and she said, you know, she worries every time her phone rings, it's going to be somebody else like Malcolm saying, I've lost my job. And a lot of her clients, a lot of the people in these kinds of programs, they're not folks that walk around with huge amounts of cushion in their bank accounts, right? So a job loss could be detrimental. Um, And, you know, I'll be frank, like Amber walks around with a, a lot of guilt. She's a public defender who my impression is she takes her service to her clients incredibly seriously. And she, you know, like talked with Malcolm a long time about this and now, and, and, you know, said, hey, no, this is a good path for you. And so then to see that blowback, I think it's been really, really rough on her too. Oh, for sure. And I I imagine that additional guilt, not knowing that this was the problem that was happening, right? Having to find out the hard way, right? Exactly. Um, So she finds out that this is happening to a lot of her clients. But do you have a sense, Shannon, of just how many people are in these programs Oh, I wish I did. (laughs) I wish I did. So here's part of the problem. We've been asking all kinds of county officials, well, how many people has this affected? And no one has been able to tell us. There's no spreadsheet somewhere? There's no spread, at least not one that they're acknowledging. So you think about this. Part of the problem is the way the data is recorded wasn't recorded correctly. So then it becomes difficult to extract that information. Um, So, no, we do not know how many people were affected by this problem? Well, who do you go to in, in Cook County to address the problem? Like, who who's responsible here for the so, mix-up? <laughs> that's another great question. So, Who when, can we blame? When, when we first uh, uh, started this story, um, we uh, the SPAC report, that, that sentencing report I, I talked about, said that it was essentially an issue with how things were being recorded and that Cook County system didn't have a way to record these diversion programs correctly, so okay. it was resulting in convictions. And that belongs to the clerk of court. And we first did the story, we called them, and, and they, they accepted responsibility largely with some caveats about why it happened, but said, yeah, we're, we're, we're on it, we're going to fix it. But then when we came back with Malcolm's record and said, well, this guy still has the, the felony on his record. What's going on? Still um, today. Still today, uh, they point it towards uh, the chief judge. Uh, Timothy Evans and said, um, well, we need to be ordered by the judge about what to do. We're just we're just scribes, essentially. Um, So blame has been passed around. What I can tell you is um, both the chief judge and the clerk of court said since we began reporting the story, they got on the phone, they came up with a fix. They have a code now that's going to be so it'll be entered correctly. And they're going to go back and try to fix past records. Um, oh, okay. So in the next couple of weeks, their hope is that they'll have that all done. But we'll be watching closely to make sure that that actually happens. Oh, I know you'll be watching for <laughs> sure. Uh, this is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. Cook County's been wrongly placing felonies on records for people who are completing diversion programs that are actually intended as a second chance or at a clean slate. We're discussing this with WBEZ criminal justice reporter Shannon Heffernan, who's got her eyes on this issue. So... Shannon, if someone has been part of one of these diversion programs, maybe someone's listening right now and they're like, wait a minute. Right. I'm in the middle of that right now. They think they have a clean record or that they're, you know, they're almost there. What can they do to find out if they still have that felony on their record? You said you just recently checked yeah. Malcolm's and so there's, it's there. there's sort of two things you're going to have to check. You want to check in with the clerk of court to make sure that your record is now correctly reported. And that lives with inside the county. But here's here's the really frustrating part is there's all these third party agencies that do background checks. Uh, many of you listening, you've probably applied for a job before and someone's ran a background check on you. Absolutely. That's often a private company that's running that. And they're pulling data from the county. The county doesn't have control of their databases. We have no idea how often those companies are updating their databases, correcting their 
databases, right? Ah. So it's sort of a little so bit of a system, Pandora's box. The two systems box. might not be in sync. Right, right. So how do you, once this information is out in the world, putting it back in that box, pulling it back, that's that's really, really tough. So um, you, you're also going to, if you know what kind of background check company you might be applying for, a company with, I would advise you to check on that. But your first step is going to be the uh, clerk of court. And if you have a lawyer, um, I would check with them, get their advice on what um, they think you should do. Yeah. And even if people with these wrongful felonies were to have it corrected today, right? Right. Could the false records show up again? Well, because of these this background company issue, um, we don't know. I mean, my, my guess is that would be a possibility if the background check companies aren't updating their information. And there's, you know, dozens, if not more, of these kinds of companies. So, and they're not, he- they're, they're not government entities, so they're not accountable to the clerk of court. So it's really a black box for us. We don't know um, how quickly they're going to make a, make a correction. Yeah, for sure. So uh, going forward, what can be done at the county level to, to keep the errors from happening again? Well, I mean, I think that it's really important that county officials uh, stay in communication with each other. They, they've promised that they're going to do that. Um, I think that this needs to, um, the clerk of court has said they're going to be running audits to make sure that the records are actually corrected. I think it's very important that those be executed and uh, looked at very uh, closely and, and carefully. Yeah. And looking back at your, your piece here in, in Malcolm's situation, He's got a new job. Yes, he does. And he's very proud of it. He's very proud of it. He's already been promoted after there for just, just a couple of months. Yeah, well, which is great. However, I mean, I read here lower down in your piece, he's still living in, in, in terror. Yeah, he, you know, like I said, last time we checked his record, it was still showing up as having a felony. Um, he doesn't know what would happen with a background check company looked at him. So, you know, he says, you know, when he got this job, he finally felt at peace with himself that he was able to, like, get off the streets um, and uh, sub- do some family support. But like that piece is really precarious because he just doesn't know uh, what's going to happen next for him. Yeah. And if we zoom out, Shannon, what do you think this problem shows about the bigger issues here at, at hand? Well, so I think the bigger lesson here would be like, you know, the boring stuff is often the bureaucracy of how a thing gets implemented, right? So you, you pass a thing like this second chance program or first time weapons offenders and you say, oh, wait, we've done this great thing. We've created this diversion program. A bunch of people are on board. But, you know, the devil's really in the details and how it gets implemented and a lot can go wrong. So we've had a bunch of like major criminal justice reforms here in Illinois. And I think it's going to be really important that we watch carefully how they actually work on the ground and pay attention to those bureaucratic details because mm. that's that's often where something can go wrong. Yeah. Pay attention to the boring details. That's right. Read the fine print. That's right. <laughs> that's WBEZ criminal justice reporter Shannon Heffernan. Thank you so much. Thank you.